Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the scoop here on Thursday, the 16th of September. Now, mate, my name is my name is we've got a video or aka bibby aka top guy bibs aka uh one half of the co-partnership that end up giving you the scoop every single day obviously graham isn't here today he is securing us trophies over at the mcv award so hopefully we'll come back with some silverware um so yeah it's just me for today but farry and drake coming in with the raid early does very much appreciate that and keel gully says i've got you tabbed we'll be popping in and out of the chat listening in the background we very much appreciate that if you are in the chat feel free to put in the lurk exclamation mark lurk if you're working you don't have to, to chat or anything i mean even if you're lurking you don't want to be known absolutely fine you do what you need to do we very much appreciate you spending your time with us in the mornings um but yeah i said this is thursday we've got one more scoop after this but we have got an okay show today i don't think the news has been particularly great the last couple of days obviously we had the breaking story yesterday about Battlefield, which obviously had propped the show up, um, being 45 minutes we were talking about that. Um, but the, the news hasn't been particularly great for like the last week or so. Basically, since the PlayStation conference, a lot of it's just been people reporting on Deathloop. It is, obviously, Deathloop is the hottest game out at the moment, so people are writing guides and they are writing very small articles because there will be secrets knocking about that people haven't found yet within the game, so they're writing full articles, posting it, and then you just have to filter through all the stuff, but the news hasn't particularly been that great so far. Um, oh, chatbot's not open, Madge. That is my fault. That is my fault. I will get right on that now. Um, usually Graham does that bit. I mean, Graham drives the show. I just help produce it. He drives it. He has everything up in his end. Uh, so when he's not here, I usually forget. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'm going to get that loaded up now. Looks for the bot. Yeah, he's not here. And Nietzsche says, morning, can't stay as I'm working, but this is just to thank you for Graham's help with the audio. Oh my God. Stay frosty, yeah. Uh, for Graham's help with the audio the other day. Appreciate it, my man. And Nietzsche is gifting five tier one subs as well my god thank you so much mate we very much appreciate that ah subscribers say stay frosty yes yeah, going all over the gaffer have i got this turned up because i can hear it but that usually means that you guys can't <laughs> so uh let's hope stay frosty Oh, but you probably can't hear it because for some reason it doesn't seem to work for everybody else. But Nietzsche, thank you so much for the subs. We very much appreciate it, mate. Uh, but Graham is a dab hand when it comes to all the audio and the technical stuff in terms of the streaming things. He will spend 45 minutes talking about his camera specifications um, with anyone. So if you do have any audio or Stay video frosty, stuff, they're, they're still coming through. This is five gifted. It's been gifted to Bluey Boy 73, Velvet Lou, Seabass Hornet, Tharian Drake, and also JR6710. Thank you very much, mate. Very much appreciate it. I looked in the feed yesterday and Kane360 also gave out five tier ones. So you guys have been super generous. Again, none of this is required. If you want to donate, if you want to subscribe, we very much appreciate it. None of it's required. All of this stuff is free. We give you the news every day because we think it's a nice way to be able to start your day off. Like In the morning, the whole concept of this was that we wanted to do a morning show. We wanted to wake up, give you two hours of us just nobbing about and talking, waffling shit, looking at video game news. And it's become a completely different beast than what we originally anticipated is it's doing a hell of a lot better than we ever anticipated it doing as well because you guys turn up every single morning so you giving uh tier, tier ones out to people we very much appreciate it again it's never required but you guys are absolute fucking legends and appreciate all the sub pipes and everything that we've got going on in the chat you guys absolutely smash it so i very much appreciate it 
Gagad's in the chat as well. Jade Farris says, Bibby, all right, mate. Uh, and Ad says, uh, hello, November can't come quick enough. Um, have I missed anyone? Ad says, uh, <laughs> hashtag sacked. Uh, Madge is here as well, obviously, doing all of the all of the admin stuff. So again, we very much appreciate it, mate. Nicho, again, absolute shagger. Thank you very much. I totally appreciate it. Uh, but again, if you are new around here and you have just been give, uh, gifted a sub, please feel free to say thank you for that uh, and show some appreciation over to it. But this is the scoop. We go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m.-ish. We went live before 10 a.m. It's now two minutes past 11, so that definitely counts as a massive dub. Uh, we give you the video game news that we take in the morning. We scrape it all together. We deliver it to you in a podcast form that usually lasts between an hour or an hour and a half, depending on how juicy the news is for that day. Uh, the most important thing about that is that we do it live because that then gives you the option if you are in the chat to be able to have the two-way conversation a lot of podcasts nowadays usually do it off the air so that you don't really have your voice and opinion so you're expecting other people to have maybe the same opinion as you if, if there's a new story that comes to light that you potentially don't quite agree on then you have the option to be able to do that live with us as we then turn this into an on-demand service where we take our thoughts and opinions including man and graham's your guys opinions in the chat and then we obviously we put that into an on-demand service for everyone else to be listened to so you always get at least three sides of the coin myself graham and you guys in the chat so we very much appreciate all you guys that obviously stick by and help us out with that each every single morning at 10 a.m ish monday to friday uh, obviously you do get some streams at the weekends but they are uh tba usually <laughs> about an hour before you end up going live so again if you are new around here please feel free to follow us uh or hit that follow button if you are here and you're liking what you see but anyway it is just me for today so i'm not i'm going to resist waffling on because uh we know graham can talk boy can he talk i try not to do that as much because i hate the sound of my own voice all the time <laughs> believe it or not um, and especially when you're doing the dollop it's very difficult to have a balanced conversation when it's just you talking so this is kind of when you have to take a step back and you just have to read the news give your thoughts and opinions and then obviously the chat will come up with something as well so we can have a little bit of a uh bounce back off of that but anyway, I think after this, the excitement that Nietzsche has done this morning, giving out five tier ones to you guys, as well as Kane yesterday, giving another five out. So 10 subs in less than 12 hours. You guys are absolutely killing it for us. Um, but anyway, the first news story of the day. Hopefully this will come up on the screen. I did test it this morning because it didn't work last week. There we go. Splitgate developer, 1047 games secured, 100 million in funding to finish the game. This has been written on The Gamer by Sean Murray. And it says everything is on the table. Splitgate developers, 1047 has just announced a huge windfall. CEO and co-founder Ian Prolux uh, revealed in yesterday's Twitch stream that 1047 games have secured 100 million in additional funding to expand their team and complete Splitgate. I have read a lot of tweets from the company. Yes, I do read the tweets and I am happy to confirm that we are not selling our company to one of the big guys instead i am thrilled to announce that we have solidified our future as an independent community first game studio we have just closed a significant funding of around 100 million dollars prolog said that they, uh, they plan to hire a lot of new developers to help build, build spitgate into an esports behemoth and uh, that intends to be this will remain more frequent updates more bug fixes and more features to be added as well as potential to release an entirely new platforms spitgate has already been available on playstation for xbox one and pc via steam was a planned next gen upgrade for ps5 and xbox series s and x coming in the future next gen consoles can currently play the game through backwards compatibility that mostly leaves switch max linux and mobile platforms left for splitgate to expand into hiring more engineers should also mean that splitgate will be able to tackle infrastructure problems although splitgate had an incredibly successful launch that saw its population double then triple then quadruple
available in a very short amount of time. It also suffered from that success when Splitgate servers couldn't keep up with the demand. Last time 1047 secured 10 million in additional funding to fix the servers and hire more engineers with 10 times that more amount of money. There is no limit to what 1047 could do. Everything is on the table, Prolex adds. Uh, when Splitgate comes out of beta and launches 1.0, it will truly be a historic launch beyond anything that we previously could have dreamed for. Splitgate is free to play on Steam, Xbox, and PlayStation with full crossplay enabled. So, ladies and gentlemen, an indie company has managed to secure $100 million in funding to help complete this game as maybe a single player experience, maybe not a single player experience, but they want it to be part of maybe the big six when it comes to esports games in the first person genre. Um, but yeah, they are looking to try and break into that market as it stands. So, has anybody actually played this game yet? Because I haven't, because it, it it blows my mind. Like it looks like Halo and it's Portal, which are two great games by themselves. But I don't think that I could get my head around playing this game, like opening portals, closing portals, shoot the shooting aspect. I can usually hold my own when it comes to first-person shooters. I think I'm okay at them. I can definitely get by. I can definitely do well enough to be able to justify me spending time playing it. But when it comes to this, where you can open a portal here, end up here, and then shoot the person on the inside of it, it just blows my mind a little bit. Like you can put the portal on the floor and then put it one in the wall behind you, jump into the floor. And then you'll propel a hundred mile an hour from behind you. Like my brain can't work that fast. <laughs> I've got no shame in saying that. My brain can genuinely not work that fast to be able to get around it. So this this is a as it says a behemoth. This has got taken off a a completely different life than I, I imagine what it, it originally intended. I originally I reckon it could have just been put out there as. The idea for it to be as big as it is now is probably the end goal. And they have now got an extended end goal because of how popular it is. But I reckon there was more than comfortable with, uh, I don't know, maybe 10,000 people playing it across all platforms. And now you probably got 500,000 playing this across all platforms. Like it's just a completely different beast than what they, I think they originally tended to do so. But you got to ride that wave like the the waves in video games can last 20 seconds or they can last 20 years look at the likes of csgo like that game will there's a reason we haven't had a new one do you know what i mean that game will last forever it will outlive us all at this point um so having games like this you've got to ride the wave and make sure that it it, it still plays as well as it did when you first release it but just a little bit better look at fall guys that game came out of nowhere i know it's a completely different genre of game but came out of nowhere took the world by storm now I don't see many people playing it. Obviously, we do report on it because they're bringing out new seasons, but I don't imagine the play base is anywhere close to it was 12 months ago. Among Us was exactly the same. So you've got to ride them waves for as long as you can and giving people new stuff as frequently as they want to. Securing that $100 million is definitely going to go a long way for them because it ensures that they will have more people working on it, more fixes, more patches, uh, more content to be put in there, whether or not it's going to be a live service game where you're going to have battle passes that you have to grind towards. Who knows? Again, I've not really played it, so I can't comment how deep the game will go. But $100 million is not <laughs> nothing to turn your nose at. So it obviously has a big enough infrastructure for someone to be able to come in and basically give them a hundred million dollars obviously they're going to get that back um through shares or whatever it is that they've managed to make the transaction with but this is this is meant this is class i love this um steve has on it says thanks nicho for the gift here. very much appreciate it madge says knowing near enough about split gate i foolishly thought it was already finished product but good news for them and their play base yeah it's still i think this has been out maybe two or three years um basically on on steam 
I think it ended up getting ported over not long ago, maybe a year ago. And I, I, I want to say some influencers ended up picking it up. And I say influencers, I just mean like a, a very popular streamers have picked it up, realised the potential of the game, and then more people have seen it off there. That's exactly what happened with, the, uh, with uh, Among Us. The game had been out forever. High-profile streamers picked it up, played it with their mates, and then the world exploded around it. So I reckon that's the same as what's happened here. I think it's been out around three years overall, and it's still in early access, which makes me, which is exactly why why I mentioned before about it. They was probably comfortable with the amount of people that was playing it. They could afford the amount of people who were playing it server-wise. And then when it blew up, the servers fell down um, because they didn't expect that many people to be playing it. So that are very, they are very good problems to have. If your server's falling down because too many people are trying to play it, try and up it as quick as you can because eventually people will lose patience and then not end up playing it and just uninstall it because they can't get a game. But knowing that more people are trying to play your game than you, than you had potentially had in your marketing plan, that's a big thumbs up for them in it, let's be honest. Um, I'd say a small loan of 100 million. Look at Minecraft. Mate, 100 million for Minecraft is nothing. They find that down the back of the chair. It's incredible that how far that game keeps on pushing the boundaries in terms of access everywhere, uh, the amount of people that are playing it. Like, there's people who started playing that 10 years ago who are probably 20 now who are still playing it. Like Again, that game will never die. Uh, there will always be a conveyor belt of new gamers who probably their first game was Minecraft. Like, if I asked you guys in the chat, what your very first game was, I bet you most of them aren't even around anymore. Um, so the, the fact that people grew up playing Minecraft and it's still going now is... You, you, what do you say to something like that? Like It's just it's bigger than gaming. There's not many games that you could probably say that about. Um, my, but, but put it this way, my first game was Sonic and it's still going now. It, it, it kind of died for a while <laughs> and it's had a kick up the ass and it, it seems to have bounced back, but it's still going. Yeah, I'd said Sega Mega Drive because we're all mostly the same age around here and all few people are quite a bit older. Um, but it's, it, it, I can imagine it's like Sonic, uh, Mario, games like that that you could probably grew up playing uh cs16 was the first game that i really played um obviously that was counter-strike i imagine um but yeah it's a lot of the, a lot of games nowadays don't Thank gta 5 <laughs> um have we just had a host for the fern thank you very much fern we very much appreciate it. i don't get these notifications right they come up on the screen I don't know what Graham looks at when he gets that stuff because it doesn't come up in the activity feed and it doesn't come up in my chat bot. So I don't know what it is that he looks at that he can see how many people have been hosting and stuff. I'll need to ask him what that is. Um, but anyway, appreciate that, Vern. Thank you very much. And he's taking a seat at the, ba uh, at the back of the uh, ice cream van. Madge says, first game, Astro Wars on BBC Micro. Um, so yeah, essentially, technology has come that far that a lot of these games have been left in the past. But... Yeah. I don't think the legacy is going to be Splitgate. Like, maybe it is. Maybe this game is so far in advance with the likes of using the portals and the Halo combat. Like, this game might just be the perfect game that lasts that long. It's very difficult to try and judge this like this early um, as to how far this game can go. But having a windfall of $100 million being put into your game to try and secure its future is nothing to be sniffed at. I don't think that this happens as regular as what we think it does, especially for indie games like this. This has taken, its, this has taken a completely different 
path than what I imagine it was set out to do in the first place. So it clearly some people are obviously backing it to give them that amount of money. Maybe it is going to be the 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 new wave of first person shooters uh, we've been saying for a lot for a long time you guys in the chat have been saying this as well the likes of call of duty and battlefield to pretend to become a bit stale because they come out all the time this has kind of changed the mode very much like what battle royale did it changed the genre of video games now everyone's bringing a battle royale out it doesn't matter if it's uh, a third person rpg there's going to be a battle royale coming out of that eventually do you know what i mean so maybe this is a completely different path and something a little bit different that makes it have that longevity very much like gagad started playing um cs like that game is still going now fair enough it's been updated and become a little bit a, a tiny bit different but at its core it's still cs you play cs go now it's still the same game it was 12 years ago like that game will survive forever because of how technical it is like that game is still one of the biggest esports there has ever been and still continues to drive hundreds of thousands of people watching it on Twitch when there's a big championship. So who knows? Uh, is You can't really write off games nowadays that it's going to be a terrible game, especially when it comes to multiplayer, because you genuinely never know what people are craving. You just throw enough stuff at a wall, and sometimes it'll stick, sometimes it won't. And in this case, they've managed, they managed to get it stuck to $100 million on the wall, <laughs> which is fantastic. You can't grumble about that. And Gagad says, first game I played was, uh, was, uh, was not on a console or a PC. It was Space Invaders. I think you've just shown your age there, Gagad. <laughs> um but yeah, it's video games, man. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so I'm going to move on. So I'm just going to take a quick sip of my brew. One sec. By the way, we were playing games this afternoon. I'm going to drop off to get some dinner as soon as we finish the scoop. And then we're going to load back in with some NBA. Um, I think I've got the hang of it a little bit now. So hopefully we'll be able to score some points put it that way because we've been doing fuck all for the last couple of days but anyway moving on to the next news article uh this one may entertain some of you as i know some of you may be into mortal Kombat, but this one's a good one um ed boone says that twisted metal sweet tooth was damn close to being in mortal Kombat. written by josh coulson over at the gamer mortal Kombat's director ed boone has revealed that twisted metal sweet tooth has been damn close to joining the fighting series on multiple occasions fortnite and super smash bros might get the most credit for crossover characters but they aren't the only games to do it mortal Kombat has also seen its fair share of guest fighters with the joker terminator becoming part of the latest games roster predator liverface and even god of wars kratos have been a part of mortal Kombat games in the past Ed Boon recently revealed that on Twitter that Kratos isn't the only PlayStation mascot Neverum has considered adding to Mortal Kombat. Apparently, Twisted Metal's terrifying clown Sweet Tooth has also been uh, seriously considered for the series. Sweet Tooth has also more than once been damn close to be a guest fighter in Mortal Kombat games, Boone tweeted. Uh, Boone's tweet wasn't out of the blue. The creative director shared a photo of him with David Gaff's work, along as designer on God of War and Twisted Mel. On top of the revelation that Sweet Tooth's almost been in Mortal Kombat character on multiple occasions, Boone also revealed that this isn't just Gaff and the possibility of creating an arcade version of Twisted Metal for Midway games. Twisted Metal has been making headlines recently following confirmation that the classic PlayStation series is getting its own TV series. 
series. Uh, Anthony Mackie, who plays the Falcon, is now Captain America in the MCU, is the first cast member to have been confirmed for the show. There's also talk of a new Twisted Metal game being announced with, to coincide with the TV show, which will be reportedly here at some point in 2023. If Twisted Metal is getting a new game in 2023, this will be more than 10 years by the point since the last title in the series. As for Mortal Kombat fans, the franchise might not have long to wait before the new game they might look to think. Although it's previously rumoured that Neverrell may not be working on Injustice 3, it is now seen as if they're actually working on Mortal Kombat 12. If this is so, it'll be the perfect place for Sweet Tooth to make his Mortal Kombat debut. Wow. Wow. I mean, it, 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 via Neverrealm. So this is an official picture, right? Because obviously that's the Terminator there. This is Sweet Tooth. I don't know if anyone's actually played um, Twisted Metal uh, in the past, but... This is cool. Uh, yeah, via Neverrealm. Yeah, so this is actually an official picture. So that's that's cool, man. Like, did anyone actually play Twisted Metal? Because he, he would be, Sweet Tooth would be the perfect character for something like this. It, 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 it makes me wonder why it hasn't been done. Like, obviously, they've talked so much about this over several years. Um, so it's been stated in the article. Why hasn't this ever happened? Like, why why has it been pulled last second? But we have had things like the Terminator. We have had Kratos and um, Predator and the Joker and uh, characters like that. It makes me wonder why this has been pulled. Is it because they wanted to have it coincide with the the film that's going to be coming out, or what, or a new game? It's, it's bizarre because I do think the the way that the the character portrays and how creepy he is. I think that would have worked. I genuinely think that would have worked. Uh, Madge says, mine would have been Astro Blaster uh, from Tommy Toys. Uh, Gary says, very old fucker, I love you, no. <laughs> uh, and Ad says, plays, uh, Ad plays, says, GG. So yeah, this is this is just one of the m many characters that could have been in Mortal Kombat. It's one of them now. It's a who's who's character uh, roster of... who uh, Is Mortal Kombat 11 the most complete roster they've ever had in terms of how many characters have been in that game? Obviously, it feels like it's been out for a while now and they just keep on patching all these new characters in to be able to give you something to do. I don't know whether or not... It's been so long since I've played a Mortal Kombat game. Whether or not every time they add a new character, there's a new campaign mode for you to go through with them. I'm not too sure. Um, but yeah, this is... This is cool, man. Um, adding more characters to to, to to fighting games is obviously an easy way to be able to keep people playing the game. You're learning all the new movesets. You're learning all the new finishers. Um, so, yeah, and the more the merrier. The more the merrier. Madge says, I played Twisted Metal on PS1. I can't really remember anything. Bar some black-coloured ice cream fan you could drive. Well, Sweet Tooth was in um, the ice cream fan. That's He was the ice cream man. <laughs> um so yeah, it was it was like a destruction derby game on it. You just have to blow everything, all the other cars up. Uh, I'm surprised this game has the following that it does. What twisted metal or Mortal Kombat? I don't ever think Mortal Kombat will ever die. I think if it was going to die, it would have died in the early 2000s. But it seems to be a very viable option in the the, the fighting game community. Which why wouldn't it be? I mean, Street Fighter is still going strong. People have the, still people still play that all the time. Um, so why not? Why the hell not? So, we've got two news articles still left. We have got some video game savings and what you could potentially pick up. Now, it will be in dollars. I've already checked the UK store this morning, and it is obviously in pounds, and there is some heavy discounts. So, take it with a pinch of salt, unless you are very good at converting dollars to pounds in your head. The savings are the same. It's just obviously going to be priced in the UK Um in the UK currency. Um, but just very briefly, yesterday we mentioned, and we actually broke the story, um, 
we managed to find a news outlet that was covering it, but no one else actually started talking about it until after the fact, uh, which is kind of which is kind of cool because we don't get to show you that many breaking stories. There was only one news outlet that reported it at the time, but we managed to get hold of it quick enough and include it in the show that it was kind of breaking news for everyone at this point, which is cool because we don't get that opportunity that op- that often. So, but uh, written over at VGC by Andy Robinson, EA confirms a Battlefield 2042 delay to November. The shooter, the shooter has slipped due to unforeseen challenges from the game's development team. Electronic Arts has officially delayed Battlefield 2042 to November, uh, November 19, 2021, following early reports that the game had slipped. The publisher said that it decided to push back the game's release by a month because of unforeseen challenges uh, for the game's development team. Dash Studio uh, GM Oscar Gabrielson said on Wednesday, building the next generation of Battlefield field during a global pandemic has created unforeseen challenges for our development teams given the scale of the scope of the game that we've had we have a hope that our teams will buy back in the studios together as much as they could during launch with the ongoing conditions not allowing that to happen safely and with all the hard work of the teams doing from home we feel it's important to take the extra time to deliver the vision of battlefield 24 to 2 for our players your enthusiasm for the game has been very inspiring we believe the game that we're making and we, we thank you for your patience as we put some finishing touches into the experience updates to the open beta will be coming later this month ea said multiple sources had claimed on wednesday that the shooter was due to slip with just one month until its official release date, EA still hadn't confirmed specific plans as promised for Battlefield 2042 beta test or detailed the shooter's third major game mode. The standard edition of Battle 2042 was due to be released on October 22nd. However, players should pre-order Battlefield 2042 Gold Edition were set to receive early access to the game beginning October 15th. It recently claimed that Battlefield 2042 beta release date has been set for September 22nd, but it's not yet clear uh, if the delay to the main game will also see the beta slip. A significant number of high-profile games have been delayed this year due to the COVID-19 pandemic continues to disrupt production schedules. And there's also some stuff at the bottom of the article that we don't need to concern ourselves with because it's nothing to do with Battlefield. But yesterday we ended up breaking the news that Battlefield potentially will be delayed and we are happy to confirm that it is not going to be the four months that was originally there. Um, we did go into a deep dive discussion yesterday about what this could potentially be. I said it could be a massive red flag if what was on the table was potentially February next year. Uh, so that's a good old five months delay. That's unbelievable. That would have meant that the game would have been on its ass and they couldn't get anything fixed by, by then. But this is only a two-month delay. We can cope with this. This is not a problem whatsoever. This is just the, the dreaded words polish. I hate that term because polish, for me, and what they... Uh, what they entail is kind of like what the graphics are going to look like and all the textures and things like that. But the polish to in, in the grand scheme of things is everything. Um, so I hate that word. I hate that phrase. It just be, we need time to fix on it. We don't need to add the word polish because it, it feels counterproductive, but yeah, we knew, we knew that this, we brought yesterday, this was going to get delayed. I'm happy that it's only been delayed by September, October, November, by two months. Um, so yeah, this is this is good news all around, in my opinion. Obviously, take as much time as you need for this game to come out. Usually, the Battlefield is not the best on launch. It does take a few months to get it to a decent place. So the fact that they are potentially taking that few months early doors and delaying the game hopefully means that they'll hit the ground running. No pun intended. 
Uh, Madge says unforeseen challenges from that doesn't inspire much confidence. Um, Madge says good delay, uh, good to delay. Then absolutely agree. Uh, Jordan says beta seems to be still going on at the same time, uh, same weekend as Halo. Um, do you think that that will matter? Because as much as I think first person shooters all all sit in the same genre, they technically don't in terms of the way that a Battlefield game and a Call of Duty game can be two completely different things, especially if Call of Duty ends up going like exoskeleton, wall running, triple jumping, uh, backpack blasting and all that stuff. And then you'll have Battlefield that's boots on the ground. Like Halo is its own entity in that. I think Halo has its own fan base. If you want something that's a little bit different in a first-person shooter, you're going to play Halo. So uh, I know for the sake of you being a super fan of Halo, you would want a clear pathway to a Halo release so that people have more time to be able to play it. But I don't think if you're putting these two head-to-head... Battlefield and Halo, I don't think that they should be. I don't think it'll be crossing paths. I think I think there's a lot of people that are like me that enjoy both of them, but I don't think it's enough for me to not buy either. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Ad says Battlefield, not for me, but I hope everyone else enjoys. Um, Jordan says it's not that. I just hope Halo Infinite is mega open to everyone who signed up, so it will be popular. I mean, the benefit that uh, Halo has is that it's going to be free for everyone for day one. So. I mean, the online tests and stuff, it, those are, I very rarely play them. Um, unless it, unless it's a single player game and I'm looking for bugs. Like Football Manager, I love to play the beta of those. I like to have a look around and get used to it before the full game comes out. But in terms of like Halo and stuff like that, it's Halo, man. Like, it's an open beta. Um, it's going to be a free-to-play game. Everyone's going to have the chance to be able to play. You don't have to put any money down to be able to play it. It's... Battlefield it probably would more entice more people to be able to play if it's open beta for everybody else because you'd have to play for that and you get your first taste of it. But Halo, it's a free-to-play game day one. I don't think they're going to be worried about it. It benefits them in terms of when the release date is going to be, but the open beta, man, I don't think anyone's going to be asked about that. Uh, Battlefield, uh, Match says Battlefield on PC at launch has consistently been rough for a different, uh, different, uh, differing reasons. Sorry, uh, it must be a massive headache for the development team. I don't envy them. Yeah, I mean, making video games is a very difficult process. A lot of us end up forgetting that. Me, I end up forgetting it, even though I work in the video games industry. It's a very difficult place to be around, especially when you have. You might have, like, I have a very, I have a good enough PC to be able to play games and stuff like that, but would it be able to be able to, I can't even render videos quick enough, so making video games is a completely different process. I think we forget how difficult this is, and don't forget, it is one person sat behind a keyboard and mouse being able to try and code these games. Watch Mythic Quest, believe me, watch Mythic Quest and you'll see how fucking difficult it is. <laughs> like, that'll give you an insight into the video games industry. Um, but yeah, I'm all for delays if it makes games better, says Gary. I think you would be a. I think you'd be daft if you if you didn't have that opinion, uh, and that's a very charged uh, statement to make. But delays are there for a reason. It's because they don't believe the product coming out is up to their standard. So why would you want to release that? I mean, we, you can we can all point fingers at Cyberpunk. They released that game because they was petrified of what the community backlash would be if they didn't, and look where that turned up. It was a it was a shit show. It still is a shit show. We still we are still a couple of months out from having a PlayStation 5 patch um, where it's going to be coming out on that. And the game is still broken on PlayStation 4 base console. So uh, having the balls to be able to say, okay, we're not going to be putting this game out for you because we don't believe it's as good as we wanted it to be. That for me is always a massive thumbs up. I can always get behind that. Delay it until you, until you, the person whose vision it was for this game to be as good as it can be. Forget about what everybody else in the community thinks and things like that. 
it always comes down to the the producer, the creator, the director, everyone else and their vision of what they deem this game to be. If it's not up to your vision, don't put it out because all you're going to do is hurt yourself Um, because you're just going to get blasted on Reddit. You're going to get blasted on Twitter. You're going to get blasted on any kind of social media. You only get one chance at a first impression especially when it comes to video games. Video games can be one of the most toxic places in the world, regardless of what platform that you're on and what side you sit on. So you never get chance, you never get two shots at it. Very few games have that opportunity. Anthem never came back, but uh, No Man's Sky did. So it's it's a very difficult position to be in. So I'm all, ba- I'm all behind, I'm all behind uh, delays. So long as... I mean, they, they they would have been petrified of releasing this next year, let's be honest. Like, between January and April next year is going to be, like, don't pay rent, don't pay your mortgage. Like, you're not, you're not eating for those four months because there's that many games that are going to be coming out. You are going to be skinned. They probably knew that. I mean, Battlefield is an established franchise in its own right, so there will always be a fan base there to be able to back it uh, and pay for it anyway. They wouldn't have been concerned about anything else around that, but releasing during those periods is going to be very difficult for any game, and more games and more games and more games are going to be getting released during that period. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting first uh, first and second quarter next year. But anyway, we've got one more news article for you today, ladies and gentlemen. We always love you to bring your discounts. We always love to bring your video game goodness in terms of free games. Uh, but today, we've got something slightly different for you. Now, I'm going to be showing you, again, the currencies is going to be in dollars. If you are any de- any good... In fact, I'm going to put the article in the chat for you so you can do some of your own uh, currency conversion stuff. If you go onto UK dashboard, all of them will be there, obviously listed in Great British Pounds for you. Um, but yeah, let's have a look into this one. I'll come back into the chat in a second because I can actually see that starting to pop a little bit. Um, but the PlayStation Plus members can now say big on some of the biggest and best PlayStation 4 and 5 games right now, written over by Stephen Pitter over at GameSpot. Uh, one of the most underrated perks of being a PlayStation Plus subscriber is getting exclusive discounts on all the hit games. One of the most, uh, sorry, one of the most herald games this year, Deathloop, was available for 10% off for subscribers prior to the game launching this week. Now, the PlayStation Store has kicked off its latest iteration of the double discount sale. As always, PlayStation Plus subscribers save 20 Twice as much as those without a subscription. More than 250 games are featured in the sale, including Hitman 3, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We should note that if you are if you aren't a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you will probably want to ignore this sale. The discounts for non-subscribers simply aren't very good. If you are a subscriber, though, uh, news. Uh, sorry, now is your chance to grab a bunch of noteworthy games for steep discounts, including some that appear on our best PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games roundups. So I'm going to run through these. Again, they are in dollars, so take this with a pinch of salt. This is a UK video game podcast, but I haven't found an article that does have this in, uh, in Sterling yet. So Assassin's Creed Valhalla, $30 uh, down from 60 Borderlands 3 Ultimate Edition, $50 down from 100 Darksiders Genesis, £12.79 down from 40 Don't Starve Together, $6 down from 15 Dying Light Platinum Edition, $25 down from 50 The Forest... Oh, sorry, it's Star Wars Triple Bundle, $36 down from 90 Grand Theft Auto 5 with White Shark uh, Cart Bundle, down £19, uh, sorry, $19.79 down from 45 I'm not going to go through them all. I'll pull out the ones that I think might be worth your time. Hitman Free, $40 down from 80 Lego Games Bundle, $20 instead of 100 Okay. Okay, that's been added to the wish list. Immortals Phoenix Rising, $24 down from 60 Marvel's Avengers, don't waste your time, $20 instead of 40 Mafia, uh, that's definitely worth your money, $10 instead of 30 Outer Wilds, 15 instead of 25 
uh, Overcooked and Overcooked 2. I think that is actually, this month, the PlayStation Plus game. So don't buy that. Go and, go and redeem that because you actually get all the DLC and everything for free. So don't look at that one. That, that, that shouldn't be on the list. Um, Red Dead Redemption, 32 instead of 100 for the Ultimate Edition. Um, Jedi Fallen Order, 20 instead of 40. Uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Survivor Trilogy, 20 instead of 50. And Watch Dog Legion has never played it, but I've heard it's okay. 20 instead of 60. So you have a lot of deals there. Over 250 games have been discounted for you. So if you want some more games, you're interested in... Wait, you're in that little period now between your favorite... Well, between your franchise games coming out and you want to jump back in. You have a load of games there on some heavy discounts i think the probably the biggest bang for buck that you've got in here is a lego games bundle and probably um the red dead redemption because that is the ultimate edition so you're getting everything for that for 32 32 dollars rather than 100 so there's a huge saving there for you if you are interested in any games and please feel free to go onto your uh, PlayStation dashboard. All of them are live now. I have checked that myself. Um, let's just have a quick look through the chat before we round the show up. Uh, so many people don't have that mindset, though. Some lose their fucking minds over a delay, which is ridiculous, says Gary. Amen to that. Um, Jordan says, no, uh, normal copies who make decisions, though. Uh, they don't care about developing what's best for their products. Uh, yeah, true that. Uh, Ad says, I wish this Celtic game tonight was delayed. Seven injuries. Christ. Um Gary said, I'm not sure this entirely true. There's a broken product for shareholders corporate could potentially mean less in sales and less in revenue. It it all comes down to it all comes down to stock. If their stock goes down, Battlefields dropped to seven percent, uh, dropped seven percent yesterday. They have made it back up already. I think that's people's knee-jerk reactions <laughs> and cashing out. So it ended up dropping seven percent, but it's back up to normal again now. So that was very quick in running that back. From my experience, it's always been the case for most of the studios I've worked with and normally for, never want to go over a set budget for certain projects so they won't just release it even though it's told them not to. Sometimes lack of sales is uh, less than keeping the project going. Uh, says Jordan, I'm 75% sure Avengers will be free to play before the year is out. That wouldn't surprise me and they just started to do it, go full life service in terms of this is a free to play game. Here's your battle passes. Here are your expansions if you want them. It'll be £7. It, that genuinely would not surprise me. Um, Gary says that's true, but that doesn't mean all studios publishers have that mindset. A lot probably do, but I don't believe it's a situation where every publisher thinks that. Match says Pez 21 Standard Edition for £2.49. Um, they do think, don't think that was a very small amount that doesn't care. Um, and Dylan putting all the money back into the project, but not as project management at that point, says Jordan. Um, Gary says, exactly, babe, look at how much money has wiped off CD Project Red. The whole shenanigans with Cyberpunk happened. Mate, that is that completely went it sort of for them i think they started to bring it back slightly over the past 12 months since obviously they're bringing out the game and the disaster that it was it still isn't reviewing very well but they will get to a point where it comes full circle the witcher didn't have as bad a launch as this it didn't it did have a rocky launch and that's now potentially one of the biggest games that has ever been in that genre and that's where CD Projekt Red have got their built their entire business off of the back of it seems at this point. Like that is the bar for them to release games like The Witcher um, and the critical success that it has. They'll get there eventually. I have no doubt that that is going to be the case. When that will be, I don't know. I'm not in charge over there. I don't know their day to day um, workings and what their timelines are. But I have every I have every faith that CD Projekt Red will eventually get there with Cyberpunk. I think it's too, I don't want to say it's too big to fail because Anthem seemed too big to fail and that died on its ass when that came out. No game, I don't think, is too big to fail. But 
there is always some instances where that is the case and I think they've invested too much time and money into it for them to just abandon it it'll get there whether or not it's going to be another two years genuinely don't know um Issue with CP is the fact they did let them uh, keep delaying the project and so it cost them massively on that gamble. The game came out in terrible state and the best thing they could have done is to make it next-gen only. As we can clearly see, the base control, uh, base consoles can't handle it. They spent millions delaying the project and it's cost them a ton of refunds. Exactly. It's cost them probably a lot more than it's probably <laughs> they probably made. Um, but it, it's, it's all their decisions. It's bad decisions. It's wrong place, wrong time, wrong decision makers. But... That is none of our business. We are the consumers. If you didn't like it, you got a refund. If you do like it, you probably completed it and can't wait for the next-gen versions to come out. But that is it for today's show. This has been Thursday. You have had four scoops this week. You do have one more tomorrow. It will be as early as I possibly can get it out because I do have a doctor's appointment around about quarter past 10, half past 10 tomorrow. So I do need to be up and out. So please keep your notifications on. We will be going live around at the very latest half past nine tomorrow yes i'm getting up early we are going live earlier <laughs> we're going to get this show on the road because i do need to be up and out of the house um before um before half past 10 at the very latest um but yeah that is it for today's show if you do want to help shape the last show which is tomorrow uh, then do get in contact with us there is two ways that you can do that first of all you can find us on social media this is that ice cream loads across all major social media platforms or get involved with our discord all the links that you require will be listed in the description below if you're watching this on any of our on-demand services all we need from you is a url plus your thoughts impressions we will then give you our thoughts impressions on the very next show which will be uh at tom uh, tomorrow at I'm hoping around about quarter past half past nine uh, we're going to go live for. But one final thing, we are going to be going live again this afternoon. I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to go and make some dinner. We're going to jump back up. We're going to get into NBA. We're going to try and take off some of our daily quests. I have figured out how to shoot. I have figured out how to play the game a little bit more. So hopefully it won't be as rough and we're not going to be streaming for three hours and only playing two games. Um, but yeah, um, we're going to be going live. So again, if you are following, you will be notified when we're going live. But until then, guys, always two things that I want you to do. First of all, I want you to look after yourselves. And second of all, I want you to stay frosty.